The Texas Football Today podcast is brought to you by Chocolate Milk, built by nature. Catch Texas Football Today live weekdays at noon on TexasFootball.com and get involved with the show using hashtag TFToday. And now, on with the show. Yes, yes, y'all! From the Dave Campbell's Texas Football Mothership here in beautiful Louisville, Texas, it is Texas Football Today, a show online. My name is Greg Tepper. I am the managing editor of Dave Campbell's Texas Football, a magazine, texasfootball.com, a corresponding website. Thank you for spending part of your day with us. Whether you're watching us live at texasfootball.com or on Facebook or you're listening to us on the podcast, which you can subscribe to on the podcast vendor of your choice. Either way, thank you for doing your part to support your local Mediocre internet show. I'm sitting here, sitting over there, celebrating his 37th birthday today. Is nothing but respect for my president, Zlatan Ibrahimovic. Oh, okay. Happy birthday, Zlatan. I've, I, my funky president is DeMarc Way Foster. Yeah, he has my funky president. Your funky president. Okay. This is just my, yeah. my, like my man bun president. Okay. Yeah. My yeah. man, nothing but respect for my man bun president. Fair enough. Zlatan Ibrahimovic. Yeah. But while we're at it, DeMarc Way for funky president. Yes. Also, I should probably mention, happy birthday, my little brother. Today, today's my younger brother, Jeff Tepper's 26th birthday. Happy birthday. Uh, I will be there to give you a swirly there, there very soon. Ah, still doing uh, that, huh? Yeah, of course. Isn't he bigger than you now? Oh, yeah. Wow. I'm oh, more yeah. impressed than that you no, can no, actually no, no, pull no, no, the swirly no, no, no. off. He is bigger than me. He is smarter than me. Yeah. He is more handsome than me. Sure. There's, there's a lot. He... He, they, my folks say the best for last. Let's put it that way. Today is Wednesday, October 3rd, 2018. 50 days till Thanksgiving. 50 days till Thanksgiving, baby. Episode 634. 634, Bobby Thompson's OPS in his illustrious Texas Rangers career. His 64 games in 1978. Not the Bobby Thompson you're thinking of. <laughs> the other Bobby Thompson. Uh, so, so... What about Robbie Thompson? Um, no, not Robbie Thompson. <laughs> That's the guy who flipped off the camera at the. Uh, he was a giant, the giant second baseman for like. Who's the guy who flipped off the camera at the at the World Cup opener? The World Cup. Robbie opener. something. Brit Brit singer. He sang the Millennium song. Oh, uh, Robbie Williams. Robbie Williams. Wow, you really took a turn there. I'm like, we we're know. talking about baseball, man. We we're on the topic well, of soccer. How did we get to the moment? World Cup? The singer at the World Cup. Got a lot on the show. Get back, it together. Back half of the show, we're going to be joined by Craig Way. Lock it up. Texas High School Football Hall of Famer. Um, but first, we'll bring in um, for for this BS session. We'll oh, bring good. in um, we'll bring in our recruiting analyst from Next Level Athlete, Greg Powers. Hello, Greg. Hello, how are you? You've been sitting here dealing with our nonsense, so I might as well loop you in. Did you watch the baseball game last night? I did. You did, Max. I know for a fact you did because yeah. your your stance on this on this on the wild card game is very well very well defined. Yeah, and I here's the thing: as you get older, right? You go, all right, look, guys, I got one more inning in me. I got one more mm. inning in me, and then I got to go to bed. Let's get this together. And I'm texting my best friend. And I'm like, hey, one more inning. He's like, yeah, one more inning for me. I lasted two more innings after that yeah, of because I just sat there. I can't of walk course. away. I can't wait. And the thing is, that wasn't even a good ending. No. Top of the ninth, slap up the middle. That's your run. Game over. Three singles. Right. Like, I mean, it's a way to win a game. You, Do, that's a way to win the game, and that's the point. But that's not what I was signing up for. There's nothing quite like you stick around because you hope something amazing yes. is going to happen. You hope you, you hope for the walk off. Yeah. In Wrigley, you thought it was right. definitely uh, right. happen too, and yeah. they would have gone bananas. Yeah. Um, the yeah, it's it was great. There's nothing quite like meaningful baseball. Most most baseball is meaningless. 
in fact, the vast, vast majority of baseball is meaningless. <laughs> 160 of the games. 160 oh. of the games are meaningless. Yeah. But like now we get a bunch of meaningful baseball, which yeah. is great. Anyway, uh, the wild card game happened last night. Congratulations to the Colorado Rockies and our good friend Danny Davis, who Could, I know is very Yeah, happy. he's a big Rockies man. Could you imagine if the Cubs hadn't won the World Series two seasons ago and then they went through that last night and they lose two straight home games oh baby back days oh baby but they won it so who cares we are texas football today we're here every weekday at noon on texasfootball.com talking football in the lone star state you can follow us on twitter at dctf like us on facebook facebook.com slash dave campbell's follows on instagram instagram.com slash dave campbell's and of course see us at texasfootball.com i'm greg tepper that's greg powers and this is this week and cruton yeah, we did it. All right. Like it. We're getting a lot better at this. We're getting a lot better. So uh, today, we're, it's This Week in Cruton with Next Level Athlete, um, Superstar, Greg Powers. Follow him on Twitter at GPowers79. Uh, I imagine Still that's... Still GPowers79. Still GPowers79. Uh, we're working on that. Uh, and then follow uh, Next Level Athlete, Next Level D1. Um, so we're talking recruiting. And this is actually a kid, our commit of the week, is a kid that I saw in person uh, in week one. Wow. I did. I went out to the Pittsburgh game. I saw Keontae Burns play for Pittsburgh. And I'll tell you, I'm not a recruiting expert like you are. Sure passes the eyeball test, though. Definitely a good-looking kid, probably 6'3". We have him listed at 175, but the rumors out there that he's pushing up into the 190 range, maybe you can verify um, that. He, he looked he looked kind of beefy. He looked he looked like he had filled out a little bit because I know that as a, uh, playing as a, as a junior the year before, um, he, had, he had been kind of string beanie. He is not that anymore. He's, well, he's put on some weight. This is a huge commitment for SMU, and it was a very busy week on the commitment front. Last week we only had one, so process of elimination. He was the commitment of the week, Tyler Owens, to Texas. <laughs> this was well contested, and I think it's the best commitment for SMU in this class, which is the number one rated class in the AAC this year and has a lot of really good commitments on it, like T.J. McDaniel from South Lake Carroll, who's a superstar, uh, Terrence Gibson from Westfield, a quarterback mm-hmm. who I think can be a difference maker there. And they've also dipped into Louisiana to grab some impressive talent as well. So they, while it's not rolling on the field, so to speak, so far for Sonny Dykes, they are putting together some impressive I mean, recruits and, on the list. Yeah, and Keontae Burns, like, Keontae Burns had offers from a lot of Power five school. Alabama. He had an offer from Alabama. He had an offer from Arkansas. You know, if you want to talk Texas about A&M. if you want to talk about an area of the state that Chad Morris has really dominated recently, uh, recruiting to Arkansas, it's been East Texas. Well, here's a guy that he let get away to SMU. This is this is a game changer, I think, for uh, for SMU. And I think the thing that might have sold SMU over the top over some of these other schools is a lot of these bigger programs envision Burns on the defensive side of the mm-hmm. football and SMU can hang their hat on Portland Sutton who was a very similar prospect coming out of Brenham I believe mm-hmm. that um, a lot of schools were recruiting on the defensive side of the football uh, ended up starring at wide receiver at SMU yeah he ended up being okay he's ourself yeah so what we were talking about him we were just watching him running football so let's talk about underclassmen of the week uh, it is a uh, it seems like every single week we're talking about a kid that I'm like oh yeah he is awesome he's just a junior really yeah. really uh, this time we're going out to uh, East Dallas, uh, east of Dallas to Rockwall. Uh, uh, Jackson Smith Najigba is uh, uh, we've. I think he's been up for Mister Texas Football Player of the Week before. Yep, I think um, he might this be up week? this week. This yeah. week, yeah. Um, this kid's going off, and it sounds like he's starting to get noticed too. Well, on um, two offers this week, Ole Miss and Notre Dame, just adds to an impressive and growing list for him. He's a guy who all the top colleges are going to be after, and will probably be in the discussion to be the number one wide receiver in the state. I mean, it's going to be a well-contested year. It mm-hmm. always is. 
Texas rolls deep with wide receivers no matter what the class is. It's just a position that we produce talent at. Uh, but he's going to be in that discussion, and he had a huge game, 289 yards. I think he scored four touchdowns in it, maybe three mm-hmm. receiving, um, one rushing. He's already eclipsed double-digit touchdowns on the season, uh, 40 receptions. So he's a he's a guy who Rockwall quarterback Jacob Clark, who's also a D1 commit, uh, leans on in the passing game. Uh, we're talking with Greg Powers, our recruiting analyst from Next Level Athlete here on Texas Football Today. Get involved in the conversation, hashtag TF Today. All right, prospect on the rise. Uh, let's stick around the DFW area, mid-cities now, to Mansfield. Let's talk uh, Chandler Rogers. I know, Max, you Ooh, saw him. baby. Uh, Chandler Rogers, the quarterback for, for Mansfield yes, Lake Ridge. Um, made uh, made highlight reels last week with that dime he dropped with six seconds left. Uh, this kid... Uh, uh, guy sounds like sounds like that is like it, he'd been he'd been getting noticed before, but now it's like oh you beat DeSoto okay yeah we'll, we'll definitely give you it's some. a marquee win yeah I exactly. mean I didn't pick Lake Ridge no. to win that game I, didn't I picked either. DeSoto I don't mm-hmm. know if anyone I think I picked maybe I think I picked maybe DeSoto. one person that I know yeah. in our pick'em circle mm-hmm. might have picked Lake Ridge Greg maybe. actually Tepper actually picked uh, Lake Ridge did, did he really did. and he didn't yeah. even know it he didn't even know it but he did pick Lake Ridge where wow congratulations pretty sure you did in the video in the video I'm pretty sure you picked Lake Ridge. Yep, I, I was, he said very confidently. I was of course, very, I did. I remember. I only remember because I'm always. Whenever I'm surprised by your pick, I never forget it. On paper, it was Desoto. <laughs> oh yeah. So <laughs> on I paper. just listen, guys. So Blinds, I mean, that's, a, nuts. Go that's on. perfect. Sorry. I mean, yeah. If you could pick one on paper, yeah. And then the other on video, then, then <laughs> I can't lose. <laughs> I can't lose. Um, okay, so Chandler Rogers. What? Why? It, it's not just the marquee win. This kid's pretty special and he's developing as a prospect mm-hmm. and that's the perfect uh, thing to look at when you're talking about a prospect on the rise well, you're probably watching video or seeing video as we talk about him from his next level athlete showcase performance back in january and you can see the type of skill sets that he brings he's a guy who's very mobile athletic can throw on the run um but he's also becoming a better decision maker and i think that's the thing when you're talking about a guy who's more of a dual threat or a guy who can move around in the pocket and make plays, you want to see accuracy number mm-hmm. one when you're watching the tape. And we saw the throw against DeSoto, uh, but his efficiency's on the rise, and I think that as a result, more colleges will start to look at him. As of right now, Air Force and Southern Miss are the two that are really high on him. I think Southern Miss is really one to watch, um, but maybe some more local schools will get in the mix. Yeah, well, they're, I mean, again, it, it sounds silly, but like you got to remember that College football coaches are basically paying attention to you know to, to headlines as well, and so whenever you make headlines like we do with DeSoto, with the winner of DeSoto, you go, oh, oh, well, let me, let me take a look at this kid. It gives them an excuse, a, a foot in the door, and it's their job not to offer in many cases. So you really have to eliminate all doubt. Yeah, exactly. Um, okay, so then the recruit of the week, you saw him last Friday um, in in a massive private school matchup, but Grant Canal, the quarterback for Houston St. Pius the tenth. Uh, former Texas A&M committee follows uh, Kevin Sullivan, his commitment over to um, Arizona. Yep. Uh, you saw him in person. Uh, what what are your what are your thoughts on, on Mr. Gunnell? Well, he's always been a highly rated guy. I mean, he's put up numbers mm-hmm. at SPX since he was a freshman there, I believe. I think silly numbers. Silly numbers. He's probably going to surpass the all time marks for touchdowns and passing he's got yards. A, he's got a really good shot at it. I think he's 17 touchdowns mm-hmm. away, just over 800 yards. So, I mean, he's, he does have a great shot at that. And we've always talked about things that are possibly NFL, you know, mm-hmm. progressions. He's got great size. He has a good arm. Um, uh, he 
has great accuracy, but the thing that really grabbed my attention the most watching this game was his pocket feel. Mm. I mean, I didn't know that Grant Gannell had the escapability that he showed in this game. He was constantly under pressure. The offensive line blocked almost no one the whole night. Uh, Threw well on the run. Uh, really felt the defensive ends collapsing in on him, and mm. I don't think that's anything that you can really coach. So that was really something that impressed me because when you're six foot six, six foot seven, mm. two hundred and twenty pounds, everyone knows who you are. It's those other intangibles that are going to separate you. And I think that Arizona got a heck of a quarterback. This guy's going to be a really good player. Yeah, and the other thing for me, it, it, and that is, you, you mentioned that he's got that pocket feel, and, and that's not something you can coach. I totally agree with you. And I think that that only comes with experience, and that's where the fact that he's now a three-year starter at St. Pius. Um, and, and he also got some run as a freshman, too. Right. Like, he won, I, I think, kind of you know here and there. I mean, this is an experienced, experienced guy who's going to have, once he steps on, co- on campus, he's going to have, you know, 40 games worth of, co- worth of experience under his belt. And we're seeing it now on the next level. Kyler Murray, Sam mm-hmm. Ellinger, Alan Bowman. These guys are all guys who start at high levels and for multiple years at big-time Texas high school football programs, and now they're getting on the field early. Uh, even Kyler Murray started as, some as a freshman at Texas A&M uh, and making an impact early in college. Uh, he is uh, Greg Powers. Follow him on Twitter at gpowers79. This week, you're heading in to Cruton. In Cruton. Um, but this week, this Friday, right, you're heading to Rockwall Mesquite Horn. Yeah, going to see Jackson Smith and Jigba. Um, but they've got some other talent as well. Mm-hmm. A guy who I really want to watch is a younger player, the younger brother of Alston and Anthony Orgy. Alex Orgy is getting on the field now. And after Another one? Another Orgy. <laughs> Lord. Uh, I believe he's a sophomore this year. Playing wide receiver, but after Jacob Clark is done, he'll have his shot at quarterback Got there. It. And he looks just like the other two brothers, uh, really well put together, uh, very impressive prospect on the eyeball test. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, Mesquite Horn has 2021 linebacker Kendrick Blackshire, mm-hmm. who's just a manimal. And I'm that's your crudism this week, manimal. Manimal. Um, what is it about Mesquite and linebackers? And linebackers who like emerge really early, too. Well, I think Mesquite produces a lot of blue-collar, throwback-style mm-hmm. players. In general, it's a very tough district. They have a tough youth league over there, and I think that helps prepare those guys for high school and then on to college, but there's been a lot of tough guys there. He is Greg Powers, the recruiting analyst at Next Level Athlete. Follow him on Twitter at gpower 79 and follow Next Level Athlete, our recruiting partner, on Twitter at D one Greg, appreciate your time. This has been This Week in Cruden. Thanks, Thanks for having me, Ted. Yeah. There he goes, Greg Powers. Next level athlete, recruiting analyst. Oh, geez, I'm kicking things. Um, appreciate him stopping by, talking a little crouton as we do every week here on Texas Football Today. We are Texas Football Today. We're here every weekday at noon on TexasFootball.com. Talking football in the Lone Star State. You can follow us on Twitter at DCTF. Like us on Facebook, Facebook.com slash Dave Campbells. Follow us on Instagram, Instagram.com slash Dave Campbells. And, of course, see us at TexasFootball.com. TexasFootball.com is where you can find complete coverage of high school football, college football, and recruiting all across the Lone Star State. I want to invite you to check out TexasFootball.com to come get Dave Campbell's Texas Football Insider. It's our subscription package. Two magazines, 2018 Recruiting Edition of Dave Campbell's Texas Football coming out after Thanksgiving before the National before the early signing period. You get that. You get pre-order for the 2019 summer edition of Dave Campbell's Texas Football, the Bible of Texas Football, the profile or previewing every team in the state, high school, college, pro, everything you want, 400 pages. You get pre-order for that. Don't run around to Walmart, Brookshire's HEB. Uh, instead, let us mail it to you a week early by becoming a Dave Campbell's Texas Football Insider. And if, you want, if you're the kind of person who needs like instant gratification and you need something now, 
You get a year's worth of exclusive online content at TexasFootball.com, including computer rankings of every Texas high school football team. That's up right now at TexasFootball.com. Computer projections of every Texas high school football game. That's up right now. I just put it up. A season's worth of Tep and Step, our premium premium high school football podcast where Matt Step and I nerd out on high school football. Uh, You get that. Uh, That's up right now. You also get uh, recruiting analysis from our friends at Next Level Athlete, like Greg Powers that you just saw. You get that. All sorts of good stuff. A year's worth of exclusive online content. The two magazines, all for the low, low price of nineteen ninety five for an entire year. Nineteen ninety five for one entire year makes a great gift as well. It's TexasFootball.com. Max, let's go to the hotline and let's bring in the guru of Texas high school football. You know him. You love him. He is the Emmy Award winning co-host on High School Scoreboard Live and the radio play-by-play voice of the Texas Longhorns. It is Craig Way. Craig, happy Wednesday. Happy Red River Wednesday to you. Happy, what is it, Red River Hump Day? Uh, (laughs) Whatever, 72 hours inside of 72 hours to kick off there at Fair Park. So, yeah, I'm looking forward to it. What number Red River is this going to be for you? Do you know? Uh, Let's see. Uh, to, to broadcast play-by-play, to be in the broadcast booth, to be at what? Um, let's just say, know? let's just say to do play-by-play for. We'll keep it as simple as possible. Well, let's see. Uh, I guess it would be my 16th. I missed the one two years ago because the day my wife passed away, so mm-hmm. I missed that one. But the uh, so it's I guess it's my 16th in the play-by-play. 20 in the booth because was analyst for 10 years prior to that and then I think I went to one other one 27 so I guess 27 something like that but and and they're always great they're, I, they're fun they're I, a lot of fun I know you're going to have Shea, you're going to be on with Shayon J. Raja our college football insider on the Republic of Football talking about Red River but um so I won't I won't ruin it too much but um it is nice to have this game mean something again, right? Like, it's been a couple of years since it's really had that pop with both teams ranked. Uh, it seems to me that as a neutral, it's just nice to have this game mean something again. How about six years since both teams went into the game ranked? And that, Jeez. of course, largely on UT, not on Oklahoma uh, for that. Uh, so, yeah, I, you know, that's one of those deals where folks like to say things like, uh, uh, the the Big Twelve is better, and college football is better when when uh, Texas and and Oklahoma are both uh, relevant on the national stage and stuff like that. Now, I could probably introduce you to a few fans and people connected with other Big Twelve schools that say, "Yeah, it doesn't matter to us whether they are or not." But mm-hmm. but from the national perspective, I think folks feel that it's better when both teams are hitting that point and playing well uh, and, and are you know, nationally relevant, so to speak. And so, yeah, I, I think all of that applies this year. Let's get back into high school football. I know that you were uh, off in the, uh, the thriving, bustling metropolis of Manhattan, Kansas, on uh, last week. But, uh, I the know... heart of the Flint Hills region. <laughs> I know. Yes. But I know you were locked in on Texas high school football as well. Uh, now that you look back at the week that was in week five, um, is there one or two storylines that emerged from the action that we saw last week uh, that have you uh, that that are going to stick with you from from this past week? I, I do think that the uh, you know we talked quite a bit about the interclassification matchups last week, and we and we've got another great we got two 
really good ones this week in Shiner, Lexington, and mm-hmm. and Childress, Munster. We have we have two of those, uh, a couple more of those uh, upcoming. So uh, you know those are uh, those are exciting to see. I don't I don't think there's any doubt about that. But um, you know now that we're kind of getting headlong into district play, there there's a couple things that stood out to me. One that. Uh, early on, you, you, we know the usual suspects are, are really, really good. And then, and then two, there are some districts that, I'll be honest with you, Tap, but I, I said this on my radio show this morning here in the Austin area. We're six weeks, five going into six weeks into the season. I have no idea mm-hmm. in a couple of these districts, not only who's going to win the district title, but who all four playoff teams are going to be. I'll give you an example. 13-5A. Division two, you mm-hmm. tell me, you tell me who the four playoff teams are. Brennan was a preseason uh, choice to win the district or one in three, and they come off losing to Cedar Creek. Okay, mm-hmm. uh, you you tell me who are the who are the four teams that are coming out of that district and going to the postseason. I I can't right now. No. Um, yeah, that's one thing that comes to mind. And then the other thing, and I was piggybacking the research that you had done. That you tweeted out a couple of days ago, and that's the uh, I love the nerdy number. That what did you say? Three hundred eighty-five schools are on a buy this week. Yeah, it's around so there. So it's thirty-one point four percent of UIL programs not playing, which left us with what just a just a scant uh, five hundred and nine who are playing this week. So I I've, I did some follow up on that because the uh, the concept or the the uh, phenomenon that is the district-wide buy has started to fascinate me because this year, this has never happened before, except where we have seen as many districts take a powder for the entire week to tell everybody, in the, yeah, we're off this week. Uh, it's the most we've ever seen. And I thought, why is that? And, and I think it traces back to what we said was going to be one of the big things going into the season, 5A, mm-hmm. with, the, with, the, with the preseason split. At, at, out of all of that, in, in looking at district buys, district wide, in 6A and 5A alone, 15 districts are taking the week off. Jeez. 15 in 6A and 5A alone. So uh, it's kind of... It's kind of amazing to consider that, you know, it, first of all, it takes some creative scheduling. Mm-hmm. Um, and you're better served if you have an 18 district. But that's not always the case. 27, 6, 8, you've got 10 schools in there, and they're all out eating wings this week, you know? <laughs> I mean, how do you figure? Yeah. So th- th- that, I think, is, and, and I was visiting with Todd Dodds, the Westlake coach, because Westlake has a week off, but they're just, you know, the, they're the they're the outlier this week with the week off in, in – um, 25-6A, and I said, does it, does it benefit schools uh, to, the, for the entire district to take the week off? He said he liked it if you could make it happen, but it's too difficult to do. And, of course, it's impossible to do in a 17 district. You have to rotate buys around. So I just thought that was one of the things that leaked off the page. You have 15 districts in 6A and 5A combined, where the entire district has an open date this week. He's Craig Ways, a Texas High School Football Hall of Famer, joining us every Wednesday here on Texas Football Today. Get involved in the conversation, hashtag TF Today. Uh, but just because there's this many buys, Craig, doesn't mean that we aren't, we don't, we're not stacked with really, really intriguing matchups. Maybe not the kind of matchups, uh, you know, that we're going to get second or third round of the playoffs or anything like that, but... 
we do have a number of really, really interesting matchups uh, coming up here in Week Six. Um, both from a both some non-district and then other, I think, de facto district championship games. Um, is there one game right now? No, you know what? I like playing this game. No, 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 no. We're gonna do this. I'm gonna, I'm gonna give you three games. Three games. Okay. You gotta pick one. You gotta pick one to okay. attend. You can either go to, and, and this is attend, attend, let's say attend as a fan. I think that's an important Okay. Thing. In you, other words, stand in line, get the, get the, uh, get the uh, heated up nacho cheese <laughs> yes. on the chips, do that, the, uh, the uh, warm hot water hot dog where the dogs have been soaking there, get that, and then get a, uh, uh, get a uh, soft drink, a big old soft drink where there's positively too much CO2 in it. 100%. Yes, 100%. It's a very it's a it's an over it's an over uh, <laughs> it's an over amplified soda. So, questions. Are you going to small school matchup between Munster and Childress? Are you going to medium school matchup between West Rusk and Gladewater? Or are you going to big school matchup between Belton and Temple? Three Gosh, different parts all- of the state. And three, I think three very different atmospheres, too. Because for me, my, I've been telling anybody, well, listen, Belton and Temple will be the best atmosphere in the state this week. It'll be, it'll be an insane. It may not be the best game. So from your perspective, how do you parse all of that? Yeah, in fact, I've even told Texas fans, hey, if you're, you're driving up to Dallas on a Friday night to get ready for Saturday morning, why don't you stop off and catch that one? Because mm-hmm. the, 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 that's kind of a blood feud oh, yeah. a bit. <laughs> so, so in other words, we're, we're leaving out Shiner-Lexington, you're saying? We're leaving out Shiner-Lexington. We're leaving okay. out – we're leaving. hey, we're leaving out a matchup of defending 4A state champs in Carthage Pleasant yep. Grove. So I'm going to make yes, you choose between Munster Childress, Belton Temple, and West Rusk Gladewater. Well, only because – it has the district implications to it. I would go with West Rush Gladewater. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I, I want to see how for real, and for real I mean on a statewide level, mm-hmm. how for real both of those teams are. Gladewater beaten Pleasant Grove, obviously. West Rusk has, has scarcely been challenged. They've looked good and come off the win over Mineola. I want to see who is for real in terms of 3A, who can be a legitimate contender for a 3A title, and I think we might get an answer out of that game. Uh, you know, Childress Munster is, is probably, to me, if I were just looking at it, the most enticing matchup mm-hmm. for it. You have a state ranked 2A and a state ranked 3A, and you get to see, see how that goes. But we can also peel back and wait on, uh, uh, probably wait on Childress and Canadian, and I don't think the Canadian uh, Childress perspective matchup was stained that much by Canadian's loss uh, over the weekend. So, yeah, I, I think that. Uh, probably I would still go with Gladewater and West Rusk. And finally, Craig, we know you will be at the State Fair of Texas on uh, Saturday. Will you eat a corny dog at the game? I usually eat one. Uh, I usually eat one after the game. Mm. Sometimes, if I didn't have time to uh, have breakfast because it's an 11 a.m. kickoff, my son is my spotter, and I'll send him down. Um, you know, with whatever, a fistful of cash to get a fistful of uh, tickets to get me one. And I try to get one in there before. You know, I'm really kind of wondering whether I should go with that or the deep-fried chicken tetrazzini parmesan <laughs> or the or the cotton candy tacos. You know, I, I'm, all of that's going into there. But I will tell you, if I, if I eat any of that stuff, It'll be after the game because I can never get through the game if I eat that stuff before kickoff. No, no question about that. No, that's putting that's putting your job in jeopardy at that point. That's that's just that would be just irresponsible. 
Yeah, it'd be irresponsible everybody who has to share the booth with me, too. <laughs> He's Craig Way. He's the Texas High School Football Hall of Famer. See his fine work Friday night on High School Scoreboard Live on Fox Sports Southwest. And then, of course, tune in 11 a.m. for Texas and OU on the IMG Texas or Radio Texas Longhorns Radio Network. Craig, appreciate your time, my friend. I will see you Friday night. See you in the studio. There he goes, Craig Way, the Texas High School Football Hall of Famer. Joins us every Wednesday here on Texas Football Today. I could go for a corny dog. I haven't been in the fair in like three years. I like that you ask him every year. Okay, it's a tradition. Unlike any yeah, other. yeah. Uh, I forget every year. There's a lot going on with the uh, the food this year. Did you see the popular one this year? Mm-hmm. The thing that's like sweet. It's fried butter, but it's oh, it's not the stick. It's little cubes, and then they drizzle it with a little little honey. So they say it's like salty, buttery, little honey. It's like a biscuit almost. Are you, like are a, you a state fair guy? I, we probably have this conversation. We've had a conversation about everything on this what show. Is, what is a state fair guy exactly? Do you, do, you, do, you, do you view it as a something that you would like to do every year? No. 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 I, I have been to the Texas State Fair once. Once? Once. Uh, and... My entire thinking going into it was, all right, I'm here. I'm going to try the fried food. I'm going to try it all. Yeah. I am here. This is going to be one long day of me trying fried everything. This is going to be just awful day, right? Just yeah. digging in up to my ankles and fried food. I got halfway through the fried cookie dough and I was done. Mm. Just like that was it. Mm. I was like, I cannot eat another thing all day. This the, is too much. And, is. That, and that was it. And the, I, ever since then, I'm like, in my head... I'm like, yes, I'm going to go to the – I would love to try all these things mm-hmm. and just have a bunch of friends go and we all try something. But I, I don't think I could eat more than two things before I'm just I like, I never yeah. do that either. I know it's so much. And there's um, nothing else there. Carnival games, I mean, sure, whatever. But like, I, you know. I, I enjoy – I always enjoy walking through, like, the food pavilion. Sure. I always enjoy looking at the crafts and stuff like that. Um, you know, you, you go see the livestock show, things like that. Um, the car show is fun. The – I will say this is not an advertisement for the state fair, um, but it, but here's a here's a um, we've had an idea for like three years now that we've never actually done. I know um, we should that we that yeah. I'll just give it to one of my our, if one of our competitors wants to beat us to this they yeah. they certainly can because um, we're probably just not going to do it because um, uh, every time we have to reset it it's like okay well we'll do it next year I yeah guess, you know? um, we've talked about it literally every year we I've been here we take we find a team that's on a buy that on a buy either this week or next yeah. week we call their coach we ask to borrow their offensive line yeah and we take the offensive line out to the state fair and which is like a thousand dollars basically yeah. is what it's gonna cost yeah yeah and then to be like all right we're gonna film you guys trying all the fried food here yeah just all the and all the we're, big we're gonna food. rank it we're gonna it's gonna be yeah. a whole thing we've we've thought that would be a really good so if you're a dfw area <laughs> high school football coach and you want to volunteer your offensive line on your bye week to go out there and vomit their guts out yeah i don't um then let me know Tepper. What, what a sales job that uh, was yeah i guess we'll and then we'll see you guys next year for that because yeah. there's no way we're pulling it off Probably this, not year. Hiring this year yeah. anyway uh let's go to max thompson for america's second second favorite second final thoughts uh I'm debating whether to do it or whether I should put everyone in the penalty box because Robert Wolf keeps bringing his Astros love into our into our comments. I ain't, I ain't got time for that. Barf. Brent Holman just there's only showed. one person who can there's only one person who can talk mess to me about the Astros. And that's Mike Farrell, the head coach of Brass Sports. Sure, he's earned it. Okay. He's earned it. Hashtag export greatness. That's fair enough. Uh, Brent Holman just now showed up. Says I'm late. Yeah, no kidding. Man. Yeah, dude, it's twelve thirty two. Good lord, we're thirty two minutes in, and we yeah. were on time today. We were on time. Yeah, that's. Uh, 
a rarity. Not too bad. A lot of good games this week. I think, you know, we've talked about the bye and everything, but everyone's, you know, Russell Wilburn's going to be at West Orange Stark Jasper. Mm-hmm. We didn't talk about that's that. a huge game. Monahans and Pecos are playing this week. I mean, that's always that's a, a really big fun game. game. Yeah, exactly. Um, um, Step is really high on Fort Stockton and Snyder. He thinks I, that game's going to be a lot of fun. Peter likes Fort Stockton. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you, I don't know if mm-hmm. you noticed that. Um, but then there's yeah, Jacob John was like uh, intriguing one that might fall off the radar is Smithson Valley East Central. I think it's intriguing for the wrong reasons. It is because it's like Smithson is Smithson Valley in big trouble? Yeah, I don't think it's. I mean, good for East Central if they pull it off, but it's it's one of those like, ooh, this is a rough year for uh, Smithson, Smithson Valley. Valley so far. Um, uh, Misael earlier was saying uh, he's like, all you guys are here talking about about baseball, and I'm just waiting for the Champions League to start. Hey, me too, buddy. Yeah, I know. me too. Hey, by the way. Queens Park Rangers, 1-0 win at Reading yesterday. Was that in the Champions League? No. It was in a champion. Chip League. Uh, Which Jacob John followed up by saying, calling it Napoli with the upset. Number one, how dare you? Oh, no. Is that that your Liverpool thing? Yeah. Number two, if that happens, that's a disaster. Because Napoli drew at Belgrade last week, and they have been terrible in Syria. I am like, I am, Liverpool better win this one 4-0. Anything close, and I'm going to be extremely annoyed. Clop out. No, not that bad. But, uh, but yeah. Anyway. Uh, yeah, so moral of the story. And, and shout out to uh, all the usual suspects. Paul Roberts, Tony Blaylock, the, the McSpaddens, Loretta Sports Extra in the house today. Oh. But only here to tell us that the Dodgers are going to win the World Series, which, I mean, fine. Rudy's a Dodgers fan, right? Rudy is our, it. Our, our, our vice colleague. president of sales. Yeah, mm-hmm. he's, a, he's a Dodgers fan. Um Anyway. That's going to do it for us. Thank you for spending part of your day with us. We're going an hour tomorrow, so tune in, and I will find a hornet who is green to be our guest. Follow us on Twitter at TCTF. Like us on Facebook, facebook.com slash Dave Campbell's. Follow us on Instagram, instagram.com slash Dave Campbell's. Of course, see us at TexasFootball.com. Speaking of green, Vince Young, please meet your green trophy. We'll see you tomorrow. Texas Football Today. Mm